and welcome to Mistakes We've Made and Debts We've Paid, a storytelling podcast about a lifetime of mistakes, mishaps, and poor choices, where we really lean into the pain and laugh at all our cringy moments. Big and small, we tell them all. (laughs) (laughs) I'm your host, Royce Emery. And I'm Wayne Cummins. And welcome to our show. All right. You want to lead us in this time? Hi, welcome to Mistakes We've Made and Debts We've Paid. I'm Royce. I'm Wayne. And this time we're in a nail salon run by three Puerto Rican women. Uh, they said that we could oh. use their back room. They were very generous. I didn't know Puerto Ricans were Asian. Huh? I mean, there. It's you know, it's a, it's it's transnational. It's <laughs> it's gross. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you you mean to say is it's gross? It's unnatural. It's it's not what Jesus intended. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I've always wanted to get a pedicure. Have you ever gotten a pedicure? I have not actually. Uh, I've I've I could probably use one. My feet are fucking disgusting. Dude, me too. I'm so self conscious. Anytime like my socks or shoes are off, oh, right. I just feel like apologizing. Oh man! Not just because like toe gunk, but like all my toes go in different directions. <laughs> I thought it was I know what you mean, but if my initial thought is like they all vote differently, like they don't, you know, they have different moral values. <laughs> one of them is very like, you know, old school moral values, the other one's like, "No, nah, burn it all down." <laughs> my toes are weird, man. <laughs> I thought it was because I had broken them so many times, but Yes. My daughter has the exact same toes. Hmm. I feel so bad for her because he, I don't need a paternity test. I was like, those are those are my toes. That's my kid. Look at those retarded feet. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize in advance, listeners. So sorry. I'm uh, battling a stupid sinus infection. I promise, Wayne, it's not the Rona. Mm-hmm. I take I took the test, uh, the, the the nasal and the anal, and they, they said I'm good to go. They told me it was very necessary. Had to get that anal test. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, the doctor made me do it online, and I put my own finger up there. <laughs> he just watched through the Zoom camera. Yeah, yeah. I don't now know you look you... good. <laughs> now smell it. <laughs> what does it smell like? <laughs> cool. <laughs> cool. You're clean. You're good. Now send me a hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who you got the referral from, but <laughs> my uncle, dude, that creepy uncle. That refuses to touch me. <laughs> Keeps refusing to touch. To show me love. <laughs> Everyone else has an uncle that touches them. Why can't I? Am I just the ugly duckling? Yeah. yeah. Don't get touched. Uh, you're the protege. He, he, he knows that you're creepy enough to follow in his footsteps. <laughs> He's going to teach you his ways. That's all. There it is. Um, you, so you don't have anything for this week, right? No, no. I'm excited to hear what you got for me, though. <laughs> yeah. I've decided that uh, this week we're going to talk about many of my hallucinogenic experiences. Which, which is fucking awesome. Thankfully, there's a ton. There was a there was a period in my life where uh, I haven't in a while. I it's been at least four or five years I think that I can recall because you know the drugs I've done do mess with your perception <laughs> of time. Uh, but as long as I can, as far as I can remember, it's been at least at least four or so years since I've done a, a hallucinogenic, um, which they're fantastic. If you haven't and you at all like to experiment, folks, I highly recommend trying at least some level of hallucinogenic in your life. As long as you're in a relatively good place, um, you have some, you know, good environment around you, either people or music or just calm, you know, lighting or... 
Are mushrooms a hallucinogenic? Yes, I'm such a noob to. All yeah, kinds of drugs. out of all the hallucinogenics, um, they're visually they're on the lower end of the spectrum. You're okay. not gonna see a whole bunch, and it's it's kind of like you're it's a more of a distortion of what you're seeing and less of like a manifestation of shit. Gotcha. So uh, I've I've done mushrooms a few times. Um, I've never done a ton at once, but I've done definitely enough for my body weight and everything because you know it's it's very much an edible thing so you have to judge how big you are yeah. or, you know how if you've ever done any anything. type of edible scared the shit out of me just because i've heard so many horror stories where people eat too much yeah you know funny too in this this is going to be a part of one or two of the stories i tell is that i've you know i've seen plenty of bad trips happen and i've i've had friends tell me bad trips i've never had a bad trip on right on anything <laughs> i've done and yet, I've I've even tried to induce a bad trip once, and I'll talk about that too. Because I was like, "Fuck it," I, you know, I'd been through the gauntlet Bring plenty it of times, on. right? And I was curious. Um, so no, so I've done uh, out of the list. I've never done acid, but I've done DMT, uh, which was one of the strongest. DMT is intense. If you're gonna be that's one that like supposed to open your third eye. Yeah, you you like you feel very much like you understand things you don't remember and think about afterwards or wow. beforehand. It's very much like yeah, which is why uh, you hear in like a lot of like Joe Rogan and people on on podcasts talk about how yeah. amazing it is and stuff, but it's like you never remember all the amazing things afterwards. You're gotcha. just like, I know I saw the core of the universe. I just can't remember what it looked like. Wow. And so there's a part of me that's like, oh, did you hippie? You know, <laughs> <laughs> you fucking loser. <laughs> yeah, dude. At first, Joe Rogan made it sound awesome, and then Joe Rogan stopped being awesome. It's just, he just every episode is just he regurgitates a lot. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I still because I initially never liked Joe Rogan for years. I didn't like him even when he was first bringing his podcast up, and he was someone I probably should have liked a lot more than I did. Yeah. Uh, it took my ex-wife to give him another shot. She really liked him initially, which is funny because then she started hating him once he became much more, I guess, <laughs> who he is now. Yeah. Um, I still give him some credit and some leeway because he does open his mind to a lot of things. But overall, he just sure. regurgitates things and he more regurgitates the stupid shit. You know? For sure. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, when you talk for three hours, like four to five times a week, that's another good point. How can you not repeat yourself? Right. Or how can you not say some stupid, uneducated shit? Sure. Eventually, yeah. we're not all fucking brilliant. So yeah, we talk for like thirty minutes at a time, and there's so much shit that I'm like <laughs> cringing at. Yeah, <laughs> I know that's technically our theme, but fuck. <laughs> even even in the theme, I've still been like, oh, yeah. what have I done? <laughs> Why does anyone like us? Right. Um, they don't. No. Uh, so uh, let's see. So yeah, I've done I've done DMT. I've done shrooms i've done uh salvia salvia was my favorite salvia was the one i would go back so to the crazy most. you could buy that over the counter i don't know if you still can but i don't think so i haven't checked it out in a while but last i looked they had pretty much removed it from all the stores i don't know if it's technically Ill illegal to have it but i know yeah. that you cannot find it over the counter like you used to be able gotcha. to uh because it is an intense visual trip depending on the strain is salvia a plant mm -hmm. it, okay it's gotcha. plant uh, as far as I know, it's just straight up a plant. I don't think much is done Jesus. to it outside of dehydration. Wow. And it becomes this very fine black powder. Uh, there was a time where I had a small group of friends and we'd mix it into our weed and we called it shadow weed because <laughs> you're just going to go to the shadow realm for a little while God, smoking. Yeah, you're going you're gonna to be a way more level high than you would if you just smoked salvia, but you're still like, what's going on? Where am I? Is that, is that noise real? <laughs> <laughs> and so it was an interesting high then. But yeah, so I did those three. Like I said, I never did acid. Um, what else have I done? I've, I know there's at least one or two other uh, hallucinations I've done. But I can't remember the names. But and you know, I've done, I've done a couple of experimental ones before that friends have gotten a hold of, 
Uh, and they're all fun. I've had, like I said, thankfully, knock on wood, no bad trips, even when I tried to self-induce. Um, but we'll, let's see. We'll talk about some of my favorites. Uh, we'll start with my first big salvia trip, uh, the first time I actually tripped and saw things. I was It was back when I was maybe 21, 22. I just started drinking legally for the first time. You know? <laughs> really, Dude, I had... It's, it's funny when you finally hit 21 and you were uh, a troublemaker like... I probably or like you probably were too, uh, and it's like not even as fun anymore. It's fun, but it's, it's yeah. You know what's funny though is I I never drank much before twenty one, really? right? I did a lot of you know smoking weed, but I never and I was always around the booze. I was okay. always available to me, yeah. And I you know I'd have it every now and then, but I just generally was like, no, I'm good with just the weed. I'm, that's cool. fine, you know. Yeah. I guess sure. And then once I got to twenty one, I was like, oh, karaoke bars and like places to hang out and meet yeah. women and just you know like oh, I can be social. And instead of in just the, the three basements that I'm usually social in For or whatever, sure. you know? Yeah. And so uh, it opened up my, you know, expanded my horizons a little bit gotcha. uh, when yeah. it came to being social and things. And so, uh, yeah, that's, that's when I really started drinking and partying more and getting to know new people and hanging out at new places. And so, you know, early 20s, I'm in this big group of friends that are half people I know well and half new friends that I, I either have just met or don't know. And we're in this dude's apartment and we're all like, you know, every room is its, its own little gathering, its own little party going on. And we're in this one room where uh, and I just I'm going to give you a bunch of context that you don't really need. It sets up the story, but it really has nothing to do with the trip. But I think that that's good context because the two things are just so completely different. Hmm. Like Salvia will, will often take you on a visual trip that you are not expecting. You'd think, oh, this will play a role in what I'm about to trip on. And just no. Wow. So we're in this room. The only light source is this red light, so the whole room is just bathed in red. There's no furniture outside of this big mattress on the floor that most of us are sitting on. And there's a tiny TV in one of the opposite corners where they're playing, I think, like Samurai Showdown. Just like this old school fighting game, you know? Nice. Uh, and I remember specifically because there was a character in it, uh, with, you know, like we couldn't say any of the characters' names because they're all traditional Japanese names. Like, oh, this is Onimashururu, you know? Sunzurion, <laughs> <laughs> That's his name. Uh, <laughs> um, and so one of the characters, the one that I always picked because he was just easy to play and I liked it, the way he looked was uh, what we call him. We called him Big Slice. Big Slice? Because he had this move, and you could chain the move where he would just do this one giant sword slice covered like a quarter of the fucking screen, so it would do some damage. And then if you could chain it, he would do it like three times in a row, and each one would just be bigger and Fuck bigger. Fuck you, dude. I hate <laughs> yeah, it's one of those kind of so characters, yeah. right? And so anytime me or this other dude, uh, Hobby Lobby Holland, <laughs> from one of my previous stories, uh, anytime one of us would... You'd see that character and that move would come up, we would just yell, Big Slice! <laughs> Either ready for the Big Slice! <laughs> so I, that's, that's why I remember it, just in my head from, for that reason. But they're playing that, and I'm going to do my first hit. And so uh, when, you, when you smoke salvia, the first thing that you get is a distortion of gravity. And I've done it enough times now to know that it's, it's, it's probably dependent on your physical, what you're doing at the time, whether you're sitting down, standing, laying doing something physical or not, maybe even down to how you're breathing, is usually how it'll affect the distortion. But it always fucks with your sense of gravity in some way or another. Sometimes you'll feel like you're floating. Sometimes you'll feel like all of a sudden everything's spreading out. Oh, wow. What I had this time was I felt like I was getting pulled back and twisting slowly Oof. from everything else. Jesus. And it wasn't as disorienting as you'd think it would be. <laughs> but yeah, like all of a sudden this little red room that we're all in becomes this giant big 
beautiful open field and it's like this wow. blue magnificent cloudless sky uh just, just green endless grassy field rolling hills just gorgeous right and all the people that were in this room that were on this crammed together on this mattress are now spread out like hundreds of yards in different directions in this field just doing their own thing i can barely see them they're all in wow. different directions like oh he's over there she's over there that's so nice and when you smoked this time was it straight salvia or was it weed yeah too? just salvia just oh, wow. salvia and so the way you smoke it forgot to mention this is normally the, the best way is through like a bong or a pipe and it's better if you have some water filtration and you use a butane torch and you just light it as, as you do the whole hit. You, you load what you're going to smoke. You load gotcha. just what you're going to smoke. Do the whole hit. Hold it in as long as you can. Let it out. And you're going to be traveling far away very soon. Damn. And so, and I'll get more into the actual real world ramifications of what you're doing. Because I think it's funnier to hear that after <laughs> what you know I say. So, you know, my trip first. And then we'll talk about what they saw. <laughs> uh, and so... So I, I'm in this big open field and I'm kind of just enjoying it. It's just serene and just the wind blowing and it's gorgeous and, you know, nothing bothering me. I can smell the air. It's just, it's really an enveloping trip. Wow. So you could smell the field. It's every sensory is taken over. Every Jesus, sense is, it's, I, and I'll get more into that with some other stories too. So, uh, so I look up and all of a sudden I see this, this white bird up in the sky and it's like way up there, but I can tell it's a big fucking bird. And somehow I just know that I can do this and I leap way into the air, just fucking Superman leap Sweet. up and fucking grab onto this bird, gently but firm. <laughs> and like we kind of tumble gracefully down to the earth. He's like trying to get away, but it's like, you know, and I've got him. It's like, shh, you know, like I calm the bird down and like sub like telepathically somehow I make a connection with this bird. And I, and I can like vaguely talk to it, get a sense of it's like, you know, like it's more like an empathic thing. And I'm like, hey, it's cool. I calm it down. I learn its name, you know, yeah, <laughs> its yeah, true yeah. name, its bird name. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, I, I, I get to the point. bird mother gave to him. <laughs> yeah, we, we converse on a certain level. Like he gets me, I get him. Yeah. And then he's like, hey, man, you want to ride? Have you ever flown before? And I'm like, I've never flown. He's like, come on, dude. And so I fly on the back of this bird for a while. He's taking me up in the sky and I'm looking down and I can see all the people down in the field that I knew from the room. Nice. And then I'm like, hey, there's my friend Jared. Go down like Jared. And so we land next to Jared. And like I, I get off the bird and Jared's like, oh, my God. You, who is this? You know, like, <laughs> and like, this is my friend. Blah, blah, blah. You know, yeah. Bird name. <laughs> he's like, he's amazing. We've just gotten to know each other. And I know that you'd really appreciate flying. So I want you to go up now. And he was like, dude, thank you so much. This means a lot to me. Like, we're going to be sweet of you to share your bird friend. We're going to be better friends because of this. Like, it meant so much, right? <laughs> and he gets on the bird and he flies away. And I just feel good about what I did passing this on, right? This moment. Right. And then I finally kind of come down and, and like I'm back in the real world. And it's nice. It's beautiful. How fast does it hit you? It's fast. So here's, yeah. what, here's what they saw. <laughs> <laughs> so I took the hit. And almost everyone, the first thing that they, you, you, that other people see you do, you get the distortion of, of gravity, and you may or may not notice that you're doing this, is you start giggling and laughing like an idiot. Nine out of ten people just start laughing like crazy. They don't know what's funny. They don't know what's going on, but they know they're in that good of a mood. Oh, wow. And you just start laughing like a maniac. Um, like I said, not every time, but like eight to nine out of ten times, most people just start fucking laughing and giggling. Um, to the point where some people I've worried about them choking on their own laughter. <laughs> yeah. And so I start giggling and laughing and I'm like kind of just dazed out, not really looking at too much, but clearly like kind of just floating around. And then pretty soon 
on the mattress, I turn to this big white comforter <laughs> and I start like playing and rummaging under it. And I just completely disappear under this comforter for a little while. And I'm kind of like making noises. And, Woo! <laughs> and finally I pop up under the comforter and I look at Jared and I go, Hey Jared, look at this bird I caught. And then I threw the comforter on top of him. <laughs> and that's what they all saw. And then I came back down. Nice. Yeah. I thought you were going to say you tackled somebody <laughs> or like the ceiling fan or something. Fly with me. <laughs> like you dick, you ripped the ceiling fan out. <laughs> you fucking jumped up. I don't know how you're not bleeding. <laughs> I don't know how you reached the ceiling fan with your legs too. <laughs> well, yeah. Wrangled it down. Uh, no, so that's what they saw. It was a lovely experience. That's awesome. Man. Um, yeah, and so there's definitely a juxtaposition. Another thing is you get a very crazy body sensation. You get this tingling all over. It feels like all your nerve endings are firing off. It's very... Wow. The first few times I tried it, I hated it. And then after a while, you get kind of used to it. It's never, it's never a feeling I like. Um, very odd, you know, physical sensation. And then a lot of times you'll sweat. You'll sweat when you're coming down. Really? It sucks. It's like it's 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 such a weird. I guess there's a lot of maybe your body goes through a lot of either dopamine or adrenaline, but you just release a ton of it, and then when you're coming back to the real world, it's like you're sobering up almost. You probably said this already, but how long is the high for? It's different depending on your strain, but it can be anywhere from like five to like twenty minutes. But it feels like an eternity wow, most dude. of the time. It definitely screws with your perception of time, and you know almost every aspect of reality. <laughs> It's fucking great. Is there um, any downside to this? Uh, I mean, I've had some people go through some bad trips. Uh, so here's one of them. <laughs> uh, so one of the first times when I was really getting into it, really enjoying it, uh, I went to South Padre Island during spring break with this big group. I always wanted to fucking go. Oh, man. It was fun. It was fun. It's it. I'm not generally that big of a party vibe. I don't really like festivals. I don't. But like, you can turn it on, man. Yeah, and I can. And you know, I, I love cons. You know, like there's certain sure. times where I do enjoy that level. But that's nerds. You know, like I I feel a little more at home, or like I can be weirder and rambunctious, sure. and that that's something that's nerd, they're not expecting. Like something I love to do when I'm at a convention especially going from the hotel to the convention and I'm in full cosplay with like a group of cosplayers is passing by either the tourists or the locals who don't know what's going on. <laughs> and you'll get that one dad in the group or whoever, the uncle who'll be like, Hey, what's going on? What are y'all going to? <laughs> and my answer every time is like, Oh, it's a BDSM concert. <laughs> Do you want to come? <laughs> <laughs> and it just always like everyone in my group's like god damn it you know like and, and, but you know when you're at South Padre fucking uh, you know spring break that's yeah. the tamest answer you can oh, give yeah, for sure. yeah. so it's you know don't get me wrong I still have my fun I'm still you know a part of the party but it's, it's a different vibe for sure definitely, so, definitely different not necessarily my my vibe but again I can have fun I can turn it on for sure and, and so I, knowing my my particular party vibe I brought a lot of drugs so brought a ton of weed for me and whoever that might want to smoke. Uh, this is, again, like early, early 20s, like really young. Um, and then I brought a decent amount of salvia, knowing that some people might want to try. And this is, we had a hotel. We were, you know, it was at the beach. So it was perfect. It's going to be great. And trip at the beach. Sweet. Um, Which I, also sounds dangerous. Like, what if you drown? Oh, dude? it was. Oh, no. oh it was. <laughs> a couple of people tried to go into the ocean. Oh, my God. Our, our friend, Matt the Grocer. <laughs> uh, we called him that because he worked at a grocery store. But <laughs> I was also, he was just gross. Well, <laughs> the grocer. <laughs> like old English. The, the grossest of the gross. The grosser. <laughs> Uh, no, he called him the grocer because 
really big, intimidating dude. Sweet guy, but even like liked to seem intimidating, you know, to the the lame layman's. But you know, when to his friends, we all knew he was. Especially when he was drunk, which was funny because when he got drunk, he turned into even like this the biggest teddy bear in the world. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, and I love that kind of shit because yeah. he, you know, sober, very intimidating, and he even liked to play that card a lot. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm sure he could have thrown down. He's a tough dude, but I just didn't expect him to ever be the first person to throw a punch in a fight. You know, gotcha. Just not that guy, but um, so he he tried it that that uh, weekend and he almost walked into the ocean. Oh, yeah, man. and luckily he wasn't. Of course, able... the biggest guy. Dude. Of course, right? No, and and <laughs> thankfully he wasn't able to get out of his seat. Uh, yeah, but he tried. He was telling us afterwards, like, yeah, I wanted to go into the ocean the whole time. I thought I was going to join my people. <laughs> yeah, and he was like, I I just knew that that's where I was from, and I had to go back. Uh, He's related to Jason Momoa. Which, yeah, right. right. <laughs> He's got that big fucking thing of alcohol. Just smack it as he walks into the ocean. <laughs> Don't try to stop me. We're all like just holding on, just dragged in. Right, one person on each leg. <laughs> but no, um, I did, I shouldn't have, but I, I was tripping at the exact same time next to him and I was handling my shit, but I, I remember it was so great. The ocean itself, the waves turned into uh, layers of pancakes coming at me one after another. Oh, wow, dude. Looked amazing, looked delicious. Wow. Like each each wave was this everlasting, like immortally long one pancake, and it would just come over, and the next one would stack on top of it. Nice. And yeah, it, was, it looked nice. so cool. And then everything else, for whatever reason, that was the only thing that was solid pancake or whatever. And then everything else around me, beach, people, the, the air itself was all made out of bedazzled pieces you know those little things that girls put on their phones and stuff yeah yeah, yeah. like the bedazzle stuff everything was made out of that doesn't have to just be girls (laughs) (laughs) i've seen your earrings no so everything was and it looked so crazy because like random people would be walking by and i'd just be staring at them because they just sparkled and they were like you're made of light wow dude (laughs) yeah Uh, it was nighttime yeah oh sweet so everything was like super yeah just reflective and gorgeous yeah um but uh so but the bad trip that happened that night was fantastic so uh <laughs> we had a friend of ours a good long-term friend of mine named roberto long life like lifelong friend of mine uh named roberto he one of his cousins who i'd never met and for whatever reason this dude just was known for having attractive female cousins um he brought a couple of them that trip and of course either were spoken for just out like so gorgeous that i just was like nah too far out of my league oh, not yeah. even gonna bother yeah <laughs> you know uh one of them was like a like you know i'm in my early 20s she was like i think in her mid to early 30s lawyer blonde leggy tall Jesus. fucking it's like just, what the fuck are you even doing here man right exactly <laughs> exactly like one of us works at a grocery store <laughs> and he's gross and he's gross <laughs> the grocer <laughs> ta-da uh, <laughs> and he's like just crying one tear over. <laughs> i'm still tripping man uh no so um she decided she's gonna trip with us that night i'm like okay oh, cool sweet I'm excited to see what someone of your lifestyle would will trip like. Uh, and so she's getting ready to trip with us. And he's already drunk and she's been smoking weed with us too. And so uh, she's already, you know, faded. And so uh, we're, I'm telling her, like, hey, you know, this stuff can be pretty intense. I got the most intense strain Strand. that I can get. You know, yeah. I wanted to party and right. I wanted to make sure that all of you are going to fucking party. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm going to lead you there, whether you like it or not. <laughs> and so 
um, she's like, oh, no, I've done coke, I've done this, I've done that, you know, I'll be fine, I'll, you know, I've done all this back in college, it'll be great. Um, coke is a totally different drug. It is, right? Now, in my head, I'm like, well, I've never done coke, but I know it's not the same, so yeah. whatever, that's cool, I didn't say anything, I'm like, yeah, you'll be fine. Uh, and so, she goes on this, like, you know, she gets, she starts, and we're in this, this hotel room, and she uh, lays back on the bed, as she's like, she does it slowly. I've never seen anyone slowly lay back like that. It's like all of her muscles were fucking tense the whole time. <laughs> she looked like Dracula in reverse, you know? <laughs> um, and so she lays back and she does the giggling. And we're like just keeping an eye on her. But we're also kind of having fun. Some of us have already tripped or, you know, are waiting to do theirs. Because we we'd learned at this point, maybe it's not good if we're all tripping That's at the good. same time. That's awesome. Some yeah. spotters need to be, be there. For sure. Um, and so... Uh, we kind of lose track of her and at some point she like tries to get up a couple times and she almost falls off the bed and we're like, no, we'll put her back on. And then so she's just laying there back on the bed and she's going through these weird facial expressions and at some point, uh, Roberto, I think, is, is like, hey, are you all right? And, and she's like, yeah, I think I'm fine. But this TV show is fucking weird. And she points at the ceiling fan. <laughs> <laughs> and we all just lose our shit. And That's she, awesome. Like, you sure you're handling it? Are you sure? <laughs> it's, it's like what uh, TV shows and movies make weed out to be. Right. Exactly. Like exactly. Yeah. Just that level of like silly fucking reaction. Right. Like, you know, so out there and like, no, no one would ever react to a drug that way. But like, no, no, there's some, some hallucinogenics that totally make you react that way. That's awesome, man. Another much worse trip that I got to experience third person was this girl that I was really into for a while. Uh, funny enough, the same time I was first dating who would become my wife, and there was these three girls that I was all seeing at the same time. She was one of them. There was this uh, uh, girl that I worked with, um, and then there was another girl that I knew through the girl I worked with. The girl I worked with, this was at the comic book store. She was like this, she was this coked out little party girl. And uh, I knew I didn't want a relationship with her, but she was yeah. really attractive. Yeah, she sounds really fun. fun. Sounds great. I think I've told <laughs> you about her before. She's just just a crazy chick. She's into comics, like new comics and stuff, new nerdy yeah, shit, dude, really well. Awesome. Yeah, and then like you know, just crazy. You know? Yeah, she sounds like great for a small period of time. Exactly, exactly. And so we had a fling a couple times. My fucking ex hated her. Oh, I bet. <laughs> Man, and what sucked too is because I I worked at that comic book store a lot while my ex or my you know my ex and I were first getting serious, and I stopped dating everyone else. Was just dating her. Um, but you know we were around that girl all the time, and other girls in that little group that you know either liked me or there was something there, but nothing ever happened. So just. Ooh, the 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 <laughs> shade that got thrown in, the, in that that little comic book store. Dude, girls can be so catty. It is, yeah, and it's just funny how they just do shit just to get a reaction. Yeah, you know, man. like like the level of of sexual shit I had thrown my way half the time. I think it was just to piss off the girl I was oh. with. You know, and it's like I okay, cool, yeah, I'll yeah. take it. You know, I'm a I'm a sad little nerd. I like the attention. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> but, so anyway, but then there was another girl that I knew through comic book store um, girl, and she was like this fucking model. She was a model. She was tall. She was she, one of the only black chicks I'd ever dated, um, and just like ridiculously gorgeous, like stupid gorgeous. One of those nice. chicks I didn't think I had a shot with, but it just somehow worked out. Wow, you know? nice. We just went out a couple times. And so second or third time where we're just going out, like actually hanging out, just the two of us, uh, she's like, oh, I want to I wanna try Salvo. You've talked about it a few times. And I'm like, have you ever done anything like this before? And she's like, yeah, yeah. I'll be fine. All right. Ooh. And was it again the strongest strand? Or? Probably. No. I, you know, it's all I bought. So. <laughs> right? It's all I had on me usually. And so we were at my place, which I should have like, I don't know, been, it should, I should have tried to make it a more social sitting, but she was very pushy. 
Yeah. She was like, no, I'll be fine. I want to do it. You know, we're here. Let's do it. So I'm like, all right. So we're in my place. Um, it was when I had like three roommates, but I don't think any of them were home at the time. So it was just me and her in this big apartment by ourselves. And uh, we're in my room and she takes the hit and she looks like she's fine at first. But then after a couple minutes, she looks like she's starting to have some paranoia attack. Mm. And she's just looking around. She's just being very weird. She's not making eye contact with me or talking or responding to anything I'm saying. No. And she's instead just like, she's like eyes are darting all over the room and yeah and i'm like are you all right what do you need do you want some water do you need some fresh air and as soon as i say that she's like yes i need to get out of here and so she starts rushing to the front door yeah dude black people are fast they're hard (laughs) was it bill burr that says like yeah man they were literally bred for years (laughs) oh he doesn't say it like that but yeah i'm I'm sorry i think the the specific line is like you send a select group of people to the gym for like 300 years (laughs) it's pain dividends man they're dunking on us all the time right yeah no um no so she she like scrambles to the door and like there there is a part of me that's like maybe i shouldn't let her out (laughs) (laughs) maybe that's not a good idea i would be so scared of this situation because like no matter what happens if if she uh, needs the police or ambulance or whatever you look bad right no matter what you know it's not going to come back good on me no dude so one either giving her the drugs or if like she's (laughs) She's panicking or whatever. She could say whatever. Yeah, yeah. And they're just going to believe her. Of course, yeah. And I wouldn't blame them. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Looking at the situation. Uh, But no, so she, you know, like, and she can't get the door open. And she's just like fumbling with the locks and stuff. Yeah. And so I'm like, all right. And I open the door for her. I'm like, let's just get her out. It's the fucking front door, of course, which didn't matter. It's an apartment. So she goes out. And as soon as she gets outside, my neighbors, which the door's right there, are coming in. And it's an entire family. And it's a black family. Not that it matters. But, <laughs> but they're seeing this white dude who they've lived next door for a while. And they, you know, with a bunch of other, like, roommates who most of them are white dudes. Mm-hmm. And, like, we've always gotten along. Not saying that we didn't. Uh, but it's just like all of a sudden there's this black chick. I don't think y'all would get along. Uh, a family <laughs> next to some party dudes. Well, you know, all nerds. Like, okay. we didn't really party necessarily. Gotcha. I mean, our apartment constantly smelled of weed. But I don't think they gave a shit. Yeah. And so... Um, you know, and she's just like rushing out of the door. She's like starting to sweat a little bit. She's not, I think she's trying to get their attention, but not doing a good job of it. Thank God. And so, and I'm just like, I'm kind of like arm around her waist and just like looking at them like, Hey, what's going on? We're just, just partying in there. You know how it goes. (laughs) (laughs) Just trying to keep the mood calm. And I can see the dad and he's got this kind of like slight grin under the corner of his mouth. I'm like, okay, you've been here before. (laughs) (laughs) All right. There's a part of you that understands this situation. I think I'm okay. I don't remember how, but I got her calm. I got her back inside and she finally came down. And luckily, it was a relatively shorter trip. I think it was only like a five to ten minute oh, trip. Oh, thank God. Right. For her, I'm sure, a lifetime. Right. And she's like, yeah, I thought you were going to rape, kill, and eat me. And I didn't know it was going to be in that order. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. You're like, yeah. well, I wanted to eat you. <laughs> I mean, a little bit. Uh, nibble. But uh, yeah. And so uh, I think we hung out a few more times and it was fine. But it, nothing ever really came of that relationship. Dude, I hope she didn't look at you and then just like see flashbacks, flashbacks of her fucking... Right. Straight. Every now and then she just <laughs> thinks of that. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, so that was a bad trip that I got to experience um, funny enough one of the roommates that I was living with at the time one of the funniest reactions to Salvia I've ever seen was one of his trips um, I think it was actually that same night that I had first tripped uh, it was definitely that same apartment because we would go there a lot to just do drugs it was one of the people that we knew Holland and, and his his roommate um, Wyatt 
which was not his, his first name, but just what we called him. Uh, he, uh, they, they had an apartment together for a while and it was just like the drug den, you know, we would just, we all had either night jobs or we're insomniacs. So, you know, that was when I was first working at the theater and, you know, we wouldn't get out until like 12, definitely turned into a night person. Absolutely. Yeah. And so we'd, we'd usually, we'd go straight to their place. We'd get real high. Then we go back to, we'd go to gyms. We'd eat. Fucking love gyms. Yeah. And then sometimes we'd go back to their place, get a little bit high, and that would be the night, you know. Sometimes it would be like four in the morning. We'd be there just getting getting stoned, getting, you know, hallucinant. <laughs> um, and so uh, uh, my friend, yeah, fuck it, Travis. <laughs> I know a couple of Travises. It'll be fine. Right. Uh, Travis, one of my longest friends, this this adorable little gay man. He's just uh, one of my favorite people in the world. Um, and he's 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 a little flamboyant. But just enough, I like to say, he's just flamboyant enough to make it silly and not ever get on my nerves. He, he's mm. he's not a queen by any means, but he gotcha. can get he can get pretty faggy, and I love it. You know, <laughs> it's, just, it's hilarious. Um, and he was one of the people who taught me that gay people say the word faggot way more than any other demographic. Yeah, and like he loved to describe gay people that he didn't like as faggots. <laughs> and every time I would always kind of like wince. I'm like, oh, oh, that word this almost hurts me, man. Right, and I'm, yeah. I have no association. But it was just like eventually I became very comfortable with the word around it. <laughs> it's like, oh, see, he's using it. <laughs> the hard, the hard f. <laughs> no, so. Um, Anyway, yeah, one of his first or his first trip was one of the fucking funniest stories. Because he didn't give me the full rundown, but uh, he tripped pretty well. He gets into giggly mode and comes back down. And then his reaction afterwards was he pointed at two people who were in the room. Uh, one Matt, one of the guys I've mentioned before, and then I think Holland. And he goes to Matt first. And he goes, I was on a pirate ship and you were all there. You were Captain Barbosa. And then he goes to Holland and he goes, and you were Captain Crunch. <laughs> <laughs> just that visual, those two guys together on a boat. Like, That's it was, awesome. Yeah, like the two most opposite pirates you could imagine. Right. Although I still like raping, pillaging. Like I have to imagine they were doing, they were doing the hard pirate stuff, you know? <laughs> he's still like smiling while he's fucking chopping heads off and shit. <laughs> they want me crunch berries, you know? Just, they can't have them. Um... So that was a great reaction. Uh, I know that there's at least one more good... Oh, so as far as the... So something I... When I got real deep into it, uh, going back into like some of the, the sensory shit that you'd experience, man. So I used to love having people... Anytime I, I had a friend or a peer that I knew was thinking about doing a hallucinogen or even talking about salvia with me and they were like, oh, I want to do it. It's like, all right, here's the environment I will set up for you. And what I would do is I'd have people come over to my place my my apartment that I had by myself for a while that I've eventually lived with Kelly and a couple other people. Yeah. Uh, Travis lived there with me for a while. Um, <clears throat> I'd have people come over and I would turn off all the lights in the living room. I'd get it nice and cool because you, you know, it'd fuck turn with your temperature. Off. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. And so, and then on the TV, I would put on, uh, I would put some music on, some calm music and I would turn the volume of the TV down but I would put on, have you ever heard of the video game Shadow of the Colossus? Yeah. Yeah, I would put that on. Sweet. And then I would, I would find one of the less scary colossi, and then I would, I would do that. And Sweet, I would, man. And I would let them trip while that was happening. And generally, between like riding the horse through the scenic area, getting to the Colossus, it was no dialogue in that game. You know, it was just yeah. very, very like, you know, atmospheric. Uh, people generally would have these fantastic trips. Sweet, man. 
And it was, people would like tell other friends and I'd have random people come over that I knew through friends that, you know, like, were like, oh, I heard this was the best way to trip. <laughs> so, yeah, they're fucking Sherpa. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> come with me, young one. Um, <laughs> and so I'd have people come over and, and do that. And eventually I was like, man, I kind of want to experience this, you know, like, like what would it be like to, to watch this myself? Cause I had always been the one leading guiding and I'd never smoked and tried it myself. Cause when you, when you smoke salvia, you can't do much. There's this hilarious video. The guy who um, he's he's pretty big on YouTube now. He does the uh, internet comment etiquette. Have you ever seen him before? Bro. Really funny videos. He's very wordy, um, but he's got a great grasp of the English language, great vocabulary, and he does these hilarious videos where he just goes on YouTube for the most part and finds a specific topic or a type of video that's popular, a genre, and he'll he'll comment on it. And he's just he's just an asshole, and he's he's really <laughs> funny. And his, uh, I think his name is Big Money Salvia because the first <laughs> video he ever got popular for, as far as I can remember, is this video where he's like driving on salvia. Oh, Jesus, dude. I know. I know, no, 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 Jesus, right? And that's dude. the thing. That's the, If you know anything about salvia, you're like, no, 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 bad idea. <laughs> um, but don't worry. It's pretty, it's pretty tame because it starts and he's like, all right, we're doing this. Driving on salvia. He takes the hit and then he puts it down. He's like, okay. He gets the key ready, and that's as far as he gets. <laughs> yeah. And then he just he starts losing it. He's like, what? And he just doesn't know where he is. And, like, you know, the camera's in the passenger seat with him, just, like, on him for the longest time. And he's he just can't figure out what's going on. He doesn't even know what he's in, let alone how to drive a car, you know. Jesus, yeah. And then finally... Might as well be in a spaceship, dude. Exactly, right? Yeah, he's, like, looking at all the dials, like, is this Russian? Like, And finally, he looks up, and he looks out the windshield, and he gets these giant, enchanted eyes. Like, and it looks like he sees the face of God, right? And the camera slowly pans over, and a cat has now landed on the windshield, and is just staring at him. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it has captured his soul at that oh, moment, man. like, taking it for a minute. Yeah. Uh, and it comes back, and I think that's the end of the video. But, yeah, nice. he doesn't get anywhere. Thank God. Dude. Yeah, Thank and that's God. kind of like... Anytime you try to do something on salvia, that's what happens. You don't do anything. Yeah. You get very, very few steps in for the most part. <laughs> Sometimes people have a, a power of will that's incredible, incredible and very impressive. Uh, so one night, you know, I'm, I'm having a couple people over. It's some of the usuals, and we're, we're doing some of the shadow weed and stuff, right? And just kind of passing it around, nothing too heavy. We're not going straight into the hits. <laughs> but I'm like, hey, I want to experience this thing I give to everyone. Yeah. Who wants to try to play Shadow of the Colossus while I trip out? And, you know, uh, one of the guys, I think, I think Holland, he was there for a lot of these trips. That dude was there for a lot of my drug years. Um, he's still there for the drug years, but I'm not anymore. <laughs> he's still getting it done, um, as far as I know. And so, uh, no, he uh, he's like, okay, I'll do it, you know. And and so he's playing, and he's just sucking. And like, I'm I'm trying to trip and enjoy this, and I, you know, like I'm I'm doing just the shadow weed at first, and I'm building up to a full hit. Uh, and it's just like he's just not doing it very well. Building up some multiple bowls? Well, I'm doing the shadow weed. So the shadow weed will get you pretty crazy and faded out, but it won't quite get you to the full scene, everything. You're not in the universe. You're like looking through the window. Okay. You, know? okay. Um, you haven't crawled through. That's a great explanation. Thank you. And so, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm there, and I'm kind of disappointed because he's like, he's sucking. And then I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, hey, pass it to someone else. And someone else tries, and they're sucking. I was like, fuck it. And I just rip a big bowl of just salvia. And I'm like, hand it to me. <laughs> and I go into it. And I don't, I, I don't remember holding a controller. <laughs> I remember being a small Aztecan boy riding a horse. Nice, dude. Dude, I shit you not. I was 
fully immersed in that world. That's fucking awesome. Completely. And I ended up fighting one of the Colossus that you have to swim to get to. Jesus. And so, like, for the most part, you're, like, up to your, your shoulders in water. And I could... To this, I, I remember knowing I was there, but still knowing I was tripping. I had that weird lucid kind of dream feeling where I, I could control everything, but I still knew I was in a trip. I, like There was a part of my brain that's like, I could tell this isn't real despite the fact that this is real. Right. Um, and I just had this, the moment I could appreciate the trip the most was when I could literally feel the water cut off. It felt like a giant like change in temperature from my shoulders down and from my shoulders up was completely different. I felt wet from my shoulders down. Yeah. Cold and wet. Like, and I was wading through water. I could feel it. Not just the visuals. It was insane. (laughs) It was insane. And it was so good. But like I said, I'd seen so many people with bad trips that it's just like, and I literally people who had done all kinds of drugs, all kinds of other hallucinogens had done Salvio once had a bad trip and never wanted to touch it again. Yeah. Yeah. And just were like, Nope, Nope. The one time, I'm not going to talk about it, but it wasn't good. <laughs> and I'm never going to do it again. I'm like, okay. And so, uh, you know, the, the one time I tried to induce a bad trip was uh, Cloverfield. I tried watching Cloverfield, and then right when it got to the point when they're in the subway and all the little monsters are chasing them, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, yeah, now's the time. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Dude, what the fuck, man? <laughs> Most claustrophobic, darkest, <laughs> creepiest moment. I think it's when one of the main characters gets eaten alive, you dude, know? Yeah, I hate the feeling I get watching that sober, yeah. man. And so I was like, this is this is happening. I'm doing it now. <laughs> and so I took the hit right before that scene started, and it ramped up right when it got into the scene. And literally, I was in that same apartment at the time, and there was other people there with me enjoying the show because I thought those creatures were in my living room with me. And the way, I, some reason my head worked it out is that they could only go to the darkest areas of the room, which was almost everything because there was no lights on. But luckily, the couch was in just enough TV light to keep me safe. So in my head, as long as I had my feet and everything up on the couch, <laughs> I was fine because I kept seeing them rush up to the couch oh, geez, and try to dude. try to bite my feet off. Oh, my God. Yeah, they were like... Because you remember they made that noise? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude, I thought you were going to say that you were, like, were fighting them and just started fighting your friends. Like... I was well, I was kicking at them and stuff, but I was laughing the whole time because oh, Salve okay. makes you laugh. For sure. it looked like I was having a great time and I I kind of (laughs) was like I remember you know thinking that there were monsters in my living room trying to kill me but I was like no this is fun I'm like get out of here (laughs) (laughs) it was just it was just a fun experience even then so like I technically never had a bad trip even trying to self-induce it was a lot of fun man I I do miss the hallucinogenics but uh they can get intense. Right. It sounds like it, dude. Oh, well, listeners, send us money so we can buy more Salvia. I want to go drugs, back on trips. Please. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to leave my house, but I want to go on a trip. <laughs> on, on buy, uh, we have something called uh, Buy Me a Coffee. I think I've told you about it. I'm going to change that to like Buy Me Drugs. <laughs> yeah, Buy Me Drugs. <laughs> buy Me a Trip. <laughs> well, that's our time. Uh, Thank you, everybody, that has been supporting the podcast. Uh, please get our merch. Uh, yeah, yeah, Officer Maui Wowie. Look at that. Looks this great. This guy's art, man. It's fucking awesome. I love it so much, dude. I, I want to see it. as many mistakes out there wearing our stuff as possible. Please, our little mistakes out there. Yeah. And uh, post a picture, and I'll share it. I, I, yeah, we'll send you. Oh, uh, I don't know if we've talked about this on the show, but I was talking about it with Royce, that if, if you uh, want to post a picture of yourself or you want to order some merchandise from us, I will send you a tiny little drawing oh, just sweet, as like a, as a thank you. Just something personalized. If they, if you want to send a note of what you'd like drawn, if it's a picture of yourself, a dick, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I'll draw it. He's great at drawing those. I'm fantastic at drawing. It's the only thing I draw. <laughs> <laughs> you Photoshop mine for me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll catch you next week. Wow. <laughs> 
Hey guys, thanks for listening. Please uh, hit subscribe if you haven't already on Spotify, iTunes, the RSS feed, whatever the fuck you're listening on. We won't know your love is real unless you show it. <laughs> and that does mean dick pics, but don't send that to the RSS feed. <laughs> Physical gratification is the only type I like, so go ahead and very aggressively touch that subscribe button for me. Smash it like you're smashing your nephew. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or niece, whatever. We don't judge. Whatever you're into, it's fine. <laughs> Creepy uncles swing both ways. <laughs>